How's it going everybody? We want to take a second to thank Cough and Curse Records for sponsoring this week's episode. Cough and Curse is a badass record label based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And they want to tell you about their latest release, which is Orphan Riot's new self-titled album. Orphan Riot is a North Carolina-based street punk band for fans anti-flag, bad religion, and rancid. You can get their new self-titled album now at www.coffincursedrecords.com. Coffin Curse Records is also celebrating their fifth anniversary in 2023. Congratulations! That's awesome. Hell yeah. To celebrate, they're having a year-long sale bundle that includes three, count them, three of their 12-inch color vinyl LPs, 10 CDs, one cassette tape, and a whole bunch of buttons and stickers. All of that for the low, low price of only $40 plus shipping. That's a hell of a deal. Like, that's so much awesome shit for only 40 bucks. That's crazy. So with that, go to www.coffincursedrecords.com and see all of the awesome things that they've got to offer. Also, make sure to follow them on their social media at Coffin Curse Records to stay up to date on sales, new drops, shows, and of course, all the cool things their bands are doing. Thank you so much again to Coffin Curse Records for sponsoring today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is not my co-host, Matt Reed. Matt is out sick today, so it's just going to be, you know, me me running the ship, and that's okay. That's okay. I've done this before. I can do it. Today, we've got Russ and Devin from Ontario, Canada, pop punk band Rival Town. Friends, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. How you how you guys how you guys been doing? What's you know what's going on over in Canada? You guys did you have nice weather today? Today wasn't bad. Today was a day to go out and pick up that dog poop in the backyard, man. Like that was a good day. Nice. That's nice, uh, nice weather, sunny. You know, after the winter, get a good run at it before the snow hits again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Today today was forty degrees here, and I blows yep. my mind. It was. Yeah, oh. we were like. 41 well yeah it's crazy yeah like I'm glad you knew how to do that conversion well i said it in my car oh okay cool <laughs> i was gonna be like yeah it was like six or something today which is like yeah really <laughs> my, nice. my wife's half american and she only speaks like fahrenheit and stuff drives right, me nuts we, but us us americans always making shit difficult you know <laughs> yeah, my ex was like that for years and i still don't know that's the one thing if it shouldn't fuck with me as much as it does but the temperature conversion i don't know why it always i have no idea multiply <laughs> by two or multiply by two and add 30 i have no idea I, I don't know how to do it because it's always just been like this this is just what i do yeah, it's not, well, it's Celsius here. I, you know, when I do Fahrenheit because my thermostat in my house. So if That's I'm setting, the, if I'm yeah. setting the, the temperature for that, like I knew it was like six or seven degrees out today, but it's seventy-one in my house right now. 
71 money bags oh, yeah geez <laughs> i mean it, it's pretty warm right now so you know i i keep mine at 68 <laughs> if i had my way mine would be 68 it's usually 70 though okay yeah i keep mine at around 68 that's you know i'm surrounded by girls that's... i got a wife and two girls so they hit the thermostat whenever they want my my wife is surprisingly like just as intense about don't touch that damn thermostat as i am so. man you hit the jackpot i you know i really did i, yeah, I really did yeah there you go it's down at night because i like it cooler at night but also it should go down more in general because i'm getting insane gas bills so uh, yeah that's yeah, what that that's a 71 that's what i'm saying that's like, yeah that's that a 71 down, right there come on man. That down a couple and put on a second pair of socks man <laughs> and see like our bedroom is in the basement and so it's even colder down there yeah, and my, uh, i'm here in the basement and uh see this this is what this is my in my garage oh. i uh i luckily this is that was the selling point of this house i had a uh uh it came with a uh second story to two stall two-story garage and i was like Shit. i don't even care what the you inside looks like no did it hit the jackpot man that's what i want to do with my house i want to put a second story on the garage yeah, we got we got lucky because we got this in a in a really great neighborhood and like oh in an insane price. Like it, I mean, I don't make like money. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so trust me, neither do we. We play in a fucking pop punk band, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did that too, and I just promote pop punk music. So jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it took it took a long time cuz me and my brother um we actually like it 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 came like partially done. There was a couple walls but we like put some of the walls up and then, you know, I carpeted it and so it took years to like afford <laughs> actually yeah. getting this room done. Just yeah. It, it just done. it just took, you know, we just did a little at a time until it yeah. was ready to go and now this is the unsigned pop punk office there you right. go man that's how i'm building my car i've got a hubcap so far yeah there you go <laughs> the only place i ever owned before had like a had like a double long garage okay so i converted the back of it into like an extra room that i always wanted to make into like a drum room studio thing this was like a long long time ago but yeah man something like if you have a place with a garage and you're not like a gearhead mechanic guy, you can do so many awesome things with that right. space. I am I know nothing about about cars. Like I yeah. know nothing. Yeah, it's just like an extra couple of rooms and you're like, oh cool, it's a three bedroom. Now it's at least a five. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like being up here, you know, in Minnesota, it's like if we don't I I, I mean I could I I can try and put the car in the garage, but I'm most likely just going to get snowed in. Yeah, so, no shit. Where in Minnesota are you? So, uh, so wh- I'm actually going to put put this out because this is one of my questions uh, that I had for you guys, or like things that I brought up. So, because Rival Town, you guys formed in 2015 in Thunder Bay. Yeah, that's why I was like, man, you're from Minnesota, <laughs> which is wild because. Yeah. You are three and you were three and a half hours away from the UPP headquarters. We're oh, so up in Duluth. Duluth. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're in Duluth. Yeah, hell yeah. Have 
have any of you ever been to Duluth or so anywhere many else? Times. Okay. So many times. Do you guys? Okay. There's a, there's some shit I forget because it has been a long time. Is Grand Marais right outside Duluth? Is that like? It's really about fun? it's, it's about, about an hour and a half to two hours, kind of. Because I a lot of it was years and years and years ago when I was a sure. kid. We used to go to a pizza place that I think was in Grand Marais called Sven and Oli's. Sven and Oli's. Um, that's that's the famous northern pizza place. Yep, and one of those two places has the Gunflint Tavern, which yep. Um, I've been there as well, but like as a kid, I used to go there for like karate tournaments and okay and, and stuff like that. Or you know, you'd stop there for lunch on the way to Minneapolis, which is what a lot of people would be. Right. Well, that's a that's quite the hike, though. I mean, that's like that's like six hours then. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's at least that. Yeah, now, yeah, because I mean, know. Minneapolis is two and a half hours from here, so. That's where we had to go for concerts when I was young. That was the only, that was like the closest realistic place. What, you didn't go to concerts in Duluth, huh? <laughs> you didn't You didn't go um, to some folk music? Folk music. I heard Nickelback oh, I, played here yeah. once when I was a kid. Yeah, I've been to Duluth. <laughs> oh, God. So, was, did Duluth have the Miller Hill Mall? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Still does. It's still kind of there. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to uh, things that I remember from from when, from when I was there, which was really mostly when I was, you know, I'm 35 now. I'm talking like 13, 14, 15 yeah. years old. Sure. Sure. I actually just went to Grand Marais for the first time last year. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, me and my, wife, me and my wife were today. like, let's just go up up north a little bit and we'll spend the weekend up there. That was the first time I ever been there. I the, like it. If you're in Duluth, Russ, have you ever been to Duluth? No. Okay, so du, uh, let me tell you, Duluth. Um, We're like days away down here now. Yeah, like, if you're like, if you're, let me see. If you're from Duluth, there's really no reason to go further north. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, All unless right. you're going to Canada, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, in which case you're not getting the good part of Canada. Yeah, yeah, and like, cause Duluth. So all the places that are northern of Duluth are kind of like Duluth as well, but like way fucking smaller and colder. Uh, no, Duluth is really cold. Really fucking yeah. cold. Because you know, any because any of the places further north that you go are all also going to be on Lake Superior, so it's yeah, all going to be awful. always. Yeah, that's what that's what Thunder Bay is. It's a small place, but it's the biggest one around. So yeah. it's like the capital of nothing. Um, <laughs> the capital of the border between Ontario and <laughs> Manitoba. Yeah, we're just we go um, east to Manitoba, and then we go south to minnesota but not really you know yeah i we've we've uh we've had a few different people from canada on on the podcast and and we've talked about how difficult it actually is to like kind of tour in canada because everything is so damn spread out yeah yeah or you get into southern ontario where everything's an hour away from the next town like your 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 six-day tour is six hours away from here that's why we moved here <laughs> that's why we moved from thunder bay down here is because we 
did that first tour and it took us two and a half days to get here and then we toured and then it took us three days to get home yeah and, you know, it, it wasn't even close to worth it not even close so you guys are um uh, so you're in saint Catharines now um sort of right okay well i mean that that's what all your stuff says so yeah yeah, yeah. Well, like everybody, yeah that's kind of like home base so where exactly is that like located well, an hour and a half outside uh, Toronto, south of Toronto. Okay. Um, between Niagara Falls and Toronto, there's along the, the highway there from Lake Ontario. Right okay. at the bottom of Lake Ontario there. Pretty close to the border with New York and Niagara Falls. Okay, sure. So do you guys play mostly in Canada, or do you come over to the States at all to play, or...? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, and I, you you could talk about Duluth. I'll talk about America as a whole. Um, at least touring. Is it going to be negative? <laughs> touring. I'm here for it. from a touring side of things. We yeah. do most of the time. Well, I again, I'm a I'm the new addition to Rival Town, so I've right. been in Rival Town for a year, almost now, um, and so any tours that they've done in the states before, I was never a part of. I know right now we want to, you know, we, there, we, I, where we practice is 15 minutes from Buffalo. Okay. So like we go the market, any direction you go south, you know, you're going to hit so many new markets, right? But you would not believe some of the crap you got to go through to get your P2 work visa in order to play the States. Yeah. <laughs> so so you don't need to play in Canada, mind you. Yeah, no, you don't you even do, have to ever. Let, let me tell you, you used to need a work per or like work visa to fucking do it before, because I know, because I've been kicked out of Canada and I was deported for five years. Oh like, no! Did it cost money that. to get it before? Huh? Did it cost a bunch of money to get it? We, I, we never ended up getting it. Oh. <laughs> we got deported and never. Oh. And and the last time, uh, so I was in a band called uh, Jamestown Story. And we all got deported from Canada. I still have my deportation papers somewhere. Wow. Um, And we weren't allowed back for five years. And the last time I went back to Canada, um, I was doing uh, the warp tour with Plug Your Holes. And so I, like, I, they had a work permit thing for me, but. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I never, I never went back with, uh, with the band. Well, it's, it's a bunch of money first. Then second, they want, you know, you you want to show a lot of um, work that's going to be happening in advance to you getting your P2 work visa. So you need to contact promoters and contact venues and say, listen, I'd like to set up a date. Mm -hmm. And maybe if the government lets me, I want to come play a show. (laughs) But I can't apply to the government until I have a contract from you stating that we are going to do a show. So it's like a year, 12, they basically it's one show per month for 12 months. Wow. And also, so basically the cost of it right now would be around. It's 460 right now to do the package delivery. For the, I mean, for a band right now with everything, with your union membership and and stuff like that, you're, you're looking at about 1800 to two grand. To, yep. to do it um a lot of that is american which immediately becomes actually closer to like three grand canadian 
Um, and now they have those proposed, uh, they want to up the fees. So yeah. 250%. Yeah. But yeah, as of right now, you're looking at probably three, close to three grand American if you want to go yeah. get over there and play a bunch of shows to, That's you know. Crazy. I'm going to find a way. Yeah. It's going to happen. I, when, when I did it, it was like 2008 and it was expensive then too. It was like $400 a person in like yeah. 2008. Like yeah. another <laughs> like, not great financial economic time. So right. making it even harder to tour. Absolutely. Gosh, that's wild. So how is touring? Like how was, well, to, I guess, how is touring in uh, your area then in, in, like the Toronto area, do you go past that or? Yeah, yeah. We I mean we got so basically Hamilton and Toronto. They're about an hour apart from each other, and then London. You've got two hours towards, you know, Detroit area, mm-hmm. um, and then go east, go to Quebec. Um, if it's still like Ju- July or August, then maybe go into Newfoundland, but sure. You know, not after that. For like, if you yeah. like, we've had the visas a couple times, and we've done the U.S. runs a couple times. And um, the the one thing I want to say about touring the U.S. is it's a lot better. Typically, I find the shows are well, better. Is maybe not the best word, but I like the the U.S. shows a lot. They U.S. shows tend to start a lot earlier, tend to be mm-hmm. a lot more structured tend to be at venues that are more dedicated to putting on live music, not sharing that with a, with a, um, like a dance club kind of thing. Right. Well, especially since you're over in, in like the East coast, you know, that I know that there's like, they're a lot more strict with that stuff over there. Like Minnesota, like they'll fuck around. Yeah. Like, like we're so, we're, we're basically Canada. Yeah, we we exactly. You know, we are basically Canadians. You know, we are <laughs> so like so laid back. Yeah, um, you got the accent pretty much. Like, you guys spell everything with U's there too, or nope? No, you should. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like color? Seal, oh no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> do you guys do that? Yeah, or flavor? I thought that was only like uh like over in the UK. Or like a like a Europe type thing. Oh, we we fuck with the U's hard. Oh here. wow! Yeah, if you can put a U in a word, we're gonna have it. Oh yeah, <laughs> color. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's how you get the what in tour. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean you know most like tour. to be fair I think that like Oops. they do that over in Australia and stuff too and so realistically once again. It's just Americans fucking shit up, all right? You know, it's just, like everybody else is doing it one way, and we're like, no, we're Americans. Anything Australians do is badass. It doesn't matter. Like if they, right? It doesn't matter how they want to pronounce it. It automatically becomes cool if, it, like, an Australian dude's doing it. Fuck, man, put a Q in color, man. You're gonna make it work. Oh, let me tell you, just with Australia, what I get submissions for the playlist like every every day, like so many whenever i see a submission come through that's from australia i immediately assume it's going to be good yeah <laughs> literally like everything's good Everything i would is. i would say eight out of like eight out of ten bands 
has been good. Like, good. And it's just like, and there's a band uh, from Australia called uh, So So, and we've had them on the show. They're great. I like that band a lot. So good. So funny. Um, So, so good. (laughs) And and, uh, we talked, like, it, it... and like I, when we interviewed them, like there's not, like Australia is not that big, you know. Yeah, like it's no. big, but it's not that big. And like for that many, like just pop punk bands to be coming out of Australia, it's like. It's so are you all playing too. together? What are you doing? Yeah, they all have the same drummer for sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. There's this thing about Australian people, like I don't know this for a fact, but they have they have to have the highest self esteem of anybody in the world, like just naturally. Like nobody from Australia thinks they can fucking fail at anything. Like they're just like I said, like they're just naturally badasses. I'm gonna grab a fucking crocodile. They're raised in this shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like just fucking wrestle down a crocodile and I support it. Literally, yeah. Like nobody from Australia is fucking scared of anything. So I think that, <laughs> that probably goes that speaks a lot. So we've we've done a lot of not talking about I'm Rival Town. So we're gonna we're gonna do that now. Who's uh, Rival Town? It's a what's this band I've heard of? Uh you recently released your latest single run on January twentieth. How's the response for that been so far? Well, for me, as a guy who's new to the band, mm-hmm. it has been exhilarating. <laughs> um, I uh, I've been getting I get messages from you know just acquaintances, people I know, um, people that, you know, even people that have like been like, "Well, you still do a band? That's kind of dumb." And they're like, "Man, this <laughs> the song's great. It sounds awesome. It's a banger. It slaps," you know. And mm-hmm. and so for a while, I just started sharing all of them onto my story. Yeah. Every time somebody sent me one or if they shared our song and, and a lot of people shared it. We got a couple drum covers out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far we've had three, three drum covers. Yeah. Awesome. I think three. I've seen two of them. So, well, there's, uh, maybe there's, there's only three. two or maybe there's two. I can't remember. <laughs> I think there's three. I want to say there's three. Um, and then just, you know, for me to be able to watch, you know, the numbers climb like they do. We've got a lot of different listeners coming in. Um, it's just been great. I mean, it's, I, I'm super stoked on it. Yeah, it's been good. It's um, actually, it's been, this song is the most exciting I've been to actually put out a song in a long time, which is what a lot of people say, but like, sure. I actually, you know, kind of like here. <laughs> you actually mean it. It's because I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a song that I'm really excited for. To see the response, it's been really nice. It's been a lot of uh, really positive response. That's awesome. I I mean, the song's great. So, I mean, kudos and you you deserve all of the uh, good things happening. Well, and it was a little bit different from, you know, the the original Rival Town sound, but not veering too, too far. Um, And it kind of, you know, one of those little dip your toe in kind of thing and see the response and it's been great so very excited right on probably, what's that probably gonna be some more coming oh yeah well that's what i was just gonna ask do you have any up any more upcoming singles or an ep in the works you can tell us about 
Well, I know that I get demos from our singer Mike all the time with names that don't make sense. I swear he just looks at two different things and that's what it becomes. Oh, sure. um, I know what they are. You know what they are, yeah. You've had to figure out a couple of them by now, right? <laughs> a couple of them, yeah. A couple of them I could figure out what they are. Peach rings, I know what peach rings is. Yeah. Um, Apple Mac, I mean, yeah. we probably just looked at his computer. I've sent, I've, I've been writing demos like crazy. Um, Apple Mac also a strain of marijuana. Yes, yes. They're all usually <laughs> names of strains of marijuana. A lot of, a lot of the demos are named after that. Anyway, see, yeah. I when you when you said peach rings, I thought that was uh, the that's candy. Also, that, well, that and it's also the name of the the Sonic the Hedgehog flavored um, G Fuel. Damn! Would how do you, how do how do we know here? what those candies are? Fucking awesome too. Yeah. There how go. do we know what Sonic the Hedgehog tastes like? It could, I don't know. That G Fuel does. You'll have to ask them. That's a little. That's a little fucked up. I don't think you're tasting uh, Sonic as much as you're tasting uh, the rings because they're peach rings. Okay, okay, on, get with it. Right. Get with it. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's <laughs> when I go to the grocery store in the states, which uh, I like to do a lot because I like to eat. Um, I'm often surprised by at least one thing that I see. You know, like Cardi B flavored chips. I'm like, what the hell is this? That's weird. I Cardi B's got like, chips. That's what yeah. I saw Cardi B's face on a bag of chips in Buffalo, and it, it said Cardi B flavor. I figured they were like wet and still whatever, but just soggy <laughs> no, chips. No, I had a like no, I had they were called wrap snacks. They were Wiz Khalifa fucking right. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were so good, man. They were were so they? Good. I see, I didn't even try them. I didn't even try them. I saw yogurt with like a Twix topper on it once too, and I was like, "That's just too much," you know. Well, we love to be fat here. That is like our that that's the American dream. Rival Town is the heaviest pop punk band, but not sonically, <laughs> physically. Metric ton. I don't probably... even think. I don't even think that's probably real realistic. I think. I think there's probably a few. That I can think of off the top of my head. I do like that about being in the U.S., though, man. Like the biggest burger size of my head for like nine bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Steak and Shake was my jam for a long time. Steak and Shake is great, boy. Yeah, well, yeah. Their steak burgers. But we are... will derail these conversations, and uh, that's okay. We're, we're like, honestly, I don't want to get too much into food because that's our that's a that's a later topic. Oh, that is shit. a whole. That's a whole part of the podcast, guys. Well, don't think we're gonna run out of things to say. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So you've released a plethora of music since you started an EP, two albums, and seven singles. Of all the music you've released so far, I guess Devin, this one probably goes more for you because Russ is still new. But you can answer too, Russ. You, you sure. go for yep. it. Uh, of all the music you've released so far, what song means the most to you and why? I don't think that's going to come as a surprise to too, too many people. Um, for all of us, uh, it's the A New Normal is the song that we put out that uh, um, Bryce and Jared are uh, our guitar player and keyboard player, the two brothers, and uh, they lost their mom to brain cancer in sure. 2017. Uh, so the entire album 
uh, use those hands. It's pretty much about that entire process, but a new normal is directly focused on that. Um, so that's definitely of all the songs we put out and we've done quite a few. We're somewhere up like 15, 16 music videos or something like that. So um, mm -hmm. that's without a doubt the one that means the most and still has a big spot in our set. Um, there's other songs that are fun, but that's mm -hmm. the one that definitely for sure is always going to mean the most. The one, who pushed, the one who pushed for me was that was a song that got me like seriously seriously amped on rival town like i i've been watching rival town since oh man when did colder come out i think that's the video i saw um, oh that's a bad video holy shit that's a bad video <laughs> um, um like, it might have been see-through i can't remember i was on the maybe because yeah if you went back and i think we actually might have pulled colder down it was okay that was see-through was good though see-through that was yeah good. The the first time I saw that video, I was where everybody is when they're watching videos. I was in the bathroom and uh, I was like, holy crap. I'm like, this is a wicked video and this is a wicked song. I'm like, I need to know more about this band. I've never heard of them. So then I do some research and it says they're from St. Catharines. And I've been playing music for 20 years, been in bands for 20 years in the St. Catharines area. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of know every band that's around. And I'm like, this is not a band from St. Catharines. So <laughs> <laughs> turns out they were, I learned the story of what, you know, them moving down. And then um, I think it was just shortly after that, that um, Bryce's uh, Bryce and Jared's mom passed. And, you know, I heard that and then useless hands. Every time I listen to that album, by the time I get to that last song, I'm like crying with the guys. You know, so I've, I've been a fan for a long time. And uh, the one who pushed, I was like, this this song right here is right up my alley. You know, it's got the little bit of the heavier edge to it. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Run, because, well, Run's the uh, first one out with me involved. So, yeah, which is which is exciting. You know, so like all it's... I had to do is not a whole lot. That's when you were talking about that too. There's a like part of a new normal, uh, and what it meaning meaning so much to me as well too is when we first moved down here. My mom had cancer, um, okay. and she actually survived and made it through. Um, so there's a lot of that that gets tied up in the emotion of what happened with Bryce and Jared and everything with that song, um, and yeah, there's, there's just there's just a lot with that song for sure, um, for sure absolutely yeah i mean it's it's something that sticks with you forever you know sure yeah you know. so what were <clears throat> some of your biggest influences when you decide first decided that you wanted to be in a band and since then have they changed at all um for me one of my the biggest influence first concert i ever went to live it was under oath, Norma Jean, beloved, wow, and dead poetic, and dead poetic, nice. and dead, po dead poetic had just put out new medicines. Okay, and they hit the stage and it slayed. I immediately bought a shirt and an album, and I think I listened to that album probably for a year and a half solid straight. That was like my everything. That was everything musically that I wanted to do. You know the energy the. And so that was huge for me. And then it kind of 
started to slow down a little bit, you know, as I got older. Um, sure. And but I'm still a heavy, like heavy music guy at heart. Um, but then newfound glory. Oh yeah. Also, so it's like the two like so good. Like Dead Poetic's not like necessarily crazy heavy, but sonically it is different. It's, it's cool. Like that's yeah. a that's a cool choice though, because you're not gonna get a lot of people that say dead poetic, like for real. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a pretty deep cut right there. And, and there's a band called The Wedding. Okay. Um, and they were out of Arkansas. And if you get a chance to check them out, they got an album called uh, The Sound of Steel. It's a little five song EP when they got their their second singer who is from the band Letter Kills. Those guys kick ass. I'll check it out. Yeah. Devin, what you got? Um, Some things that sound cliche, but because they fit perfectly into my age and, and the fact of, of, of how it shakes out. My brother... Was, Whatever a, honesty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a... My older brother is six years older than me, so I was always a lot of what I got into and a lot of what, you know, a lot of my formative years were just based off of what, what he was doing, so... Um, a lot of Green Day, a lot of mm-hmm. Offspring, a lot of Rancid, a lot of Nirvana, which I don't listen to now, but was just so big at that time and was such a big part of that. Right. Um, I was like seven, eight, nine years old when I was listening to this, but my brother was fourteen, um, so he was listening to it all the time. So it got me into it, and then I found that um, so much of it I actually really, really, really liked. To the fact that you know going way back to day one green day has been and always will be my favorite band even if i don't listen to them that much anymore it's like what got you i agree into music right like we're not talking about favorite bands right now right yeah no it's i mean the only reason i said like has what's changed is there anything that's like super like influential to you now that's like changed your like sound or your writing process at all like anything like that but no i mean for most pop punkers you know like at at least age 30 and up it's you know it's if it's not green day or blink 182 you're just bougie well exactly and then that fits into (laughs) when i when i got to be 13 or so that's when enemy of the state came out and that's when like i'd already let my brother listen to blink so i listened to all the other stuff but when they came out with um enemy of the state that had travis barker on and i was like holy fuck and i was right there with really wanting to become a better drummer so that was like the perfect challenge like record at that time to be like can i play all of this so yeah like it the the formative bands because i was really young at the at that time so it's, yeah, it's too bad days. you uh it's too bad you didn't get started you know at like dude ranch or Cheshire Cat, because, you know, Scott Rayner is a lot more attainable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard it all. I loved, I loved, I guess it would have been Dude Ranch, because, like, Untitled and, like, the original anthem yeah. and mm-hmm. all, all of those and, like, Dick Lips and all that stuff. I used to listen to um, playing these, like, side-scrolling uh, fucking DOS games or whatever, right? MS DOS. The, old, yeah. the good old the good old days and those were like on a ghetto blaster while i was playing when when we got to the day where we could play the music and the games on the same oh, i mean i've got I lost my goddamn mind, dude. i've got dude ranch on cassette tape like yeah. i'm there nice. like, like 
nice. like actual when it came out cassette tape <laughs> yeah. my first cassette was no doubts tragic kingdom oh no doubt one. dude yes. right there like all that like when we had you guys would have mtv but much music like all of it like oh much music was great man fuse Alanis Morissette or Presidents of the United States of America. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all of the stuff that was like, if you wanted to listen to music, you put on much music or the radio, and that was right. it. Mm-hmm. It was fine. And then you changed the channel to the Weather Network every time fucking U two came on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't go searching for music. Music found you. Yeah. In that time, so. Right. I remember um, the very first cassette tape I ever had. This is going to be a very deep cut and it's, it is not punk related in the slightest, but I still have it. Um, is uh, Chris Cross totally crossed out? That's I don't wow. know. I don't know. I don't know if you remember that, but oh, yeah. I thought you were going to cool. say a weird Al album for sure. I really thought you were going to say, weird I Al. no, no, it's like with a. I have really weird things that got me into music. Like the thing that got me into wanting to be a musician was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t- um, coming out of their shells tour. They made, they did like a, a, a tour with like where they're all in like their suits and stuff. And it's like eighties rock. And it's what dude, look it up on YouTube. I brought this up multiple times on the, on the podcast before look it up on YouTube. Um, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying I to think of what it's like, what 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 the song is called. Uh, like "Count on Us." Look that up. Game changer, right there. Like that that made me want to be a musician. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. There so, were so many of those tour, like TV show, movie character tour things in the late '80s, early '90s. Oh yeah, like not necessarily Disney on Ice, but that sort of they idea of you mean the wiggles dude like wiggles the, 80s, or the 80s 80s and 90s fucking knew how to promote their shit man like oh, they yeah. were making the like action like as you can see back there like action figures and stuff like that they like he-man was just a cartoon created to sell those toys that were made first it's like they knew what they were doing yeah. Like they made shit, and they were like, "Hey, how do we sell this? Let's make a fucking cartoon." Man, can you imagine a rival town cartoon? There uh, you go. Make a cartoon, promote your band. That'd be dope. Do it like do it like the eighties did it. It's just farts the whole time. Good idea, man. Well, so, I mean, that's what's going to get us famous, if anything else. So, far, yeah. so is are you trying to make it like you know Terrence and Philip? No, no, that's that's. That's, that's a different kind of that's, that's a different that's a kind different, of Canadian yeah. farting humor yeah. that you're oh, looking for. Oh yeah, you need it needs to have, you know, some slight class to it and a little bit of cunning and, you know, you got to think you got to say about South Park it. don't have class and cunning. So are you trying well, to tell me right now? That's not what I'm trying to say at all. <laughs> but I'm trying to say that a representation of what Canadians are is incorrect. <laughs> well, yeah. But Obviously. I mean, yeah, of I course. Can see no, that exactly. Your head is connected when you talk, okay? I see that. <laughs> well, and we got Bryce's fart shit, which is already yeah, Bryce's yeah. TikTok is pretty huge. Nice. Who knew that? But anytime you attach Rivaltown to it, it gets no views. Yeah. 
That's the way it goes. The algorithm is messed up, man. That's usually the way it works. (laughs) So speaking of like weird musical tastes and stuff, what are your biggest musical guilty pleasures? Oh man. You know, Chris Day Berg, now that we're getting into like eighties. I don't. Um, anyway, he did an album called Spanish train. Uh, it's got a song called Patricia, the stripper, which was probably my first wet dream experience. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> and then they had a song called Spanish train and it's all about God and the devil like playing poker for this dude's soul but it is a story i tell you and every time i just get hooked on it okay okay that's my guilty that's i like it i'm in devin what's yours i'm i haven't like i'm actually the reason i'm looking at my phone right now is i'm trying to find something in my spotify that i feel guilty about listening to Uh, because i just haven't listened to a lot of music in the last chunk big chunk of years so when i do it's not really i'm trying to think i know i have it i know i have some guilty pleasure shit so so i guess i it doesn't even have to be like a a guilty pleasure per se like just something that like maybe people wouldn't expect that you'd listen to because like i very openly admit that i fucking think taylor swift is incredible i love her music i'm there it's not guilty because i don't feel bad about it yeah. yeah no that's it that's yeah that's i mean i guess the most like i really 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 like little simple basic like ambient classical piano okay you know that dude picks up a guitar and it's just like boom. oh sure like just just relaxation kind of music but okay. like again it's not that weird or like a guilty pleasure thing um yeah i don't know like I'm, I would if I uh, listened to more. Like I'm sure I would love Taylor Swift, and I probably wouldn't feel bad about it. Um, yeah. I just I like what I like. I don't care. Yeah. I'm guilty. <laughs> I, I do listen. I I did. I do listen to Rival Town a lot, actually. <laughs> like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, like I wouldn't. Anybody... I haven't been there since the beginning. I haven't been there since the beginning. So for me, it's a little bit. I feel know. like realistically, though, if you're in a band you listen to yourself way too much. Like, I I feel like that's a pretty across the board being in a band type thing. Cause you're like checking out demos or you're just like, man, I fucking like this. Oh man, it sounds good. And then you li- end up listening. One, yeah. You burn like, out on a new song. Most, most band people, I, I'll bet you they're Spotify wrapped Almost everyone's in their top five is their own fucking band. <laughs> yeah. It's just what you do. And it's okay because it's not like a bad thing, but you know, you do. People do. A lot of that is me catching up before we have to jam again. Um, if we've gone a couple months without doing a show and I know we got jam coming up, then mm-hmm. like yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Then I'll have to start hitting all these songs again. Right, and you got to practice. You know, there's so many different reasons why you, you listen to it. Yeah. No, I got you. I feel that because I I do it too. I'm there. Like I know this because I have this experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we got one more question before we go to a quick break. Um, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now, 
that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would it be? Ooh. Don't release everything you record. Oh, shit. Go for it. It's run and gun. But also, like, well, like, <laughs> the one thing, I worked with a producer um, that was pretty decent guy and, that, like, legit did some really good stuff. And the film, oh, yeah. he told me that, like, you're ultimately trying to get um, quality over quantity. That's your ultimate goal. But you're going to get there with quantity over quality that doesn't mean you have to release everything that just means you got to write that means you got to play that means mm-hmm. maybe the song that didn't turn into anything now will turn into something later right um, so keep your ultimate you're gonna get to that quality with quantity but do not feel the need to share everything that you're writing or working on with everybody because just get that polished final product right i i definitely can uh agree with that as uh, like one of the things that I always think is weird is when like people, even just like submissions, I see it's done a bunch of times, but like when somebody will submit like a song that says like the song name and then demo by it, it's like, well, why don't you just wait? Why don't you yeah. just wait till it's done? Don't definitely, you exactly. know, put your... and especially nowadays you can do so much digitally. Like it's not like right. uh, 10 grand in a couple of days in the studio with the big board, like, there's the excuses are becoming fewer and fewer for not being able to actually put out a good quality product from your own home. Right. I mean, you know, you can, I, I, I record demos and stuff on my phone. I don't even know what I'm doing, but if you take a little bit of time, you could make it sound passable, like yeah. better than a lot of stuff that, you know, people put out and, you know, it, put your best foot forward. You know, you don't want to, yeah. I'll pass it to Russ, but I'll, with that, I want to say Rival Town has never once been in a recording studio. Nice. Good sweat segue, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, uh, well, that first off, that's great advice. And I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man, me too, bro. Um, oh, but um, my, I, my advice would be to not be afraid to reach out network with people and create a community or get involved with you know the music community um Mm -hmm. i for a long time always felt like i you know my my product was never good enough or or whatever and i was always hesitant also i'm 35 and online i don't even know what you know social media stream people or streaming media or people are using you know these days i didn't even say it right that's how you can't even say it bro yeah yeah, social media platform. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, like, I just got a Twitter a week ago. Um, you're, you're pretty <laughs> fucking late to the game there, homie. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Do not. That, do not. That's a bad time to be hopping into Twitter. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. But, man, bad, bad time to be getting into Twitter. Yeah. So, I, I mean, but I've been you know, reaching out over the last, you know, since joining Rival Town. One, I feel like I, I love Rival Town's music before I was in the band. So right. for me to be able to be like, yo, come check out my band. <laughs> it's the the hesitancy isn't there for me right now because I, I know the product's good and I'm not mm-hmm. self-doubting my own product, which is always an issue. But just getting out there, reaching out to people and, and understanding 
what actually what I heard on the um, was a keep your secrets podcast where they said, you know, uniqueness is a gift that you get to provide to the world because mm-hmm. nobody else can do it. I heard that uh, when I was listening through on the podcast and I thought that was great as well. But it's getting out, talking with people, trying to create a community. And do, if you want someone to do something for you, talk about them first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Both, uh, both great, uh, great, uh, great ideas, great things to, uh, to do. And there's there's nothing like just saying like, Hey, what's up? Check out my band. I mean, that's tense. Well, you, you probably get it a lot. Um, yeah. But I mean, just as like (laughs) another guy in a band, it usually, usually I'm caught off guard with my family or whatever. So I I forget about it. Mm -hmm. But if it's a relationship that I've built with somebody and like a friendship, I'm not, I'm not going to forget about it. Right. I feel like that's the, the, because, you know, as you brought up, you know, we do get a lot of people just saying like, hey, Ch- I thought you might like this or yeah. check this out. I'm like, well, don't don't just assume you know what I fucking like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, like personally, I hate I hate when people do that. It's like, God, it's so like, how cool do you think you are? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I right? hate that. It's just yeah. like. I'll listen to you, but be polite, man. Just be like, "Hey, uh, this is right up your alley, man." I, yeah, I, I, I really like what you do. It'd mean a lot if you would just check this out, or just be like, "Hey, um, I'm just shooting my shot. C- could you check this out?" Like a- anything. I mean, yeah, showing showing a little <laughs> humility, a little humanity behind it, right? Yeah, I mean, like I, there is nothing that just uh, will make me just delete a message more than somebody saying like oh yeah get ready next big thing oh yeah can't handle this man you know yeah yeah, this one's a this one's a banger for sure you're gonna fucking love this homie like no don't don't do that like it's 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 rude it's kind of sad it's like don't don't like humility that have humility because like i the people that go in thinking they're the biggest hot shit usually have a pretty poor product small penis yeah i'm that's not what i was going for but (laughs) i'm struggling with that with run because i don't like you can look back at the history of things and like i don't overhype things um but I, I want to really hype up run and I'm really excited about run, but I, I run into that sort of like internal conflict of being like every time like other bands release songs and they go, Oh, you're not, this is so crazy. You're not ready for this or whatever. I'm like, but the there's, there's ways to do that. Be like, it would be awesome. Like check this out. I am so proud of this. I think this is one of the best things I've ever done. It would mean so much if you listened to it, you know, yeah. things like that. There's so many different Less ways. threatening than saying, like, get under your fucking desk. Like, you're, yeah. you can't handle this. Get ready because your world's about to collapse, yeah. baby. Yeah. 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 There, well, that's yeah. that Here fine comes line. The earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's yeah. that fine that's line true. between the right. between bragging it's a fine line between bragging and sharing something that you know you're excited about 
confidence and arrogance right yeah right. there's always yep. that battle it's always that battle um if it's genuine it should come across and it's and okay, it's, and it's okay to be confident but yeah. have humility you know yes and at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of people trying to do the thing right like, yeah i mean we yeah. all started with we all started with with nothing at one point yeah, I got I mean, an umbilical even, cord and no, and no idea what to do. Yeah. <laughs> even even if your even if your parents bought everything, bought your sound, bought your instruments, you still started at nothing at one point. Yeah. So. It's a really good point, actually. Yep. So just even even if it was bought and paid for, just be proud of it. Right. It's okay. It's okay to yeah. be proud of it. It's okay for somebody to have assisted you it yeah. you know it doesn't matter like you should be proud you're doing it wrong if you're yeah, not proud of what exactly you do. Um, but just be cool about it man be yeah, cool yeah yeah exactly it doesn't <laughs> need to be better yeah that's a really good point like it can what you do can be great but it doesn't need to put other people's stuff down it doesn't need to be like this is the best thing you're ever going to hear like no it's just i think it's going to be pretty dope because there's somebody out there doing it better no matter what someone's <laughs> doing it better yeah yeah cool on that we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next segment what's up friends we're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with g fuel and let me tell you there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than g fuel g fuel keeps you energized focused and hydrated if you go to gfuel.com right now and use code unsigned pop punk you're gonna save 20 percent off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. And we're back. Thanks so back. We're back. Not bank. Bank. Thanks so much for sticking around, everybody listening. If you've made it this far, uh, you're about to uh, get some food questions asked. We're hopping into our new-ish segment. You know, we're about seven episodes-ish into this season now. So this is the food for thought segment. So I'm going to start out pretty easy here well maybe not so you both have been to it to the states so you probably know a little bit so being from canada obviously you know poutine is one of the most popular dishes around what is another canadian dish that us americans are missing out on um well i know this well i know poutine is often called disco fries because i was able to order it a couple times when i was in new york um, yeah, I mean, we have poutine here too. Like we, yeah. I, well, I mean, you're in Minnesota. It. It's basically Canada. So right, 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 right. Obviously, um, all dressed chips. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about wow. that because of Letterkenny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. All dressed yeah. chips. Um, that's about. The, that's probably. Yeah, that's it. I mean, all dressed. That's Canadian it ham. So good. <laughs> Canadian bacon. Okay. Well, I mean, we got Canadian bacon. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not the same thing. It's probably not. I've had good. some gnarly like moose jerky, which I don't know if you can get in the U.S. or not. 
yeah. I mean, probably in Minnesota, but yeah, probably. In but yeah. I've never heard of it. <laughs> but, One of my favorite uh, movies is Five Year Engagement with uh, Jason Segel and Emily Blunt. They move out to Minnesota. I haven't seen it. And, it looks uh, like I'll have to. Yeah, he was like a record executive in L.A. and they move out to Minnesota and he like doesn't know what to do with his life, so he just becomes a hunter. They're all having dinner at the table and he's like got venison steak and venison gravy and... <laughs> nice so that's i was that post uh how i met your mother then because his character was also from minnesota <laughs> i think or pr- around there like it's a probably post yeah because that show is pretty back there now yeah at this point i think it was i think it was over by 2012 yeah i think the movie's like yeah, post then. So. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Um, let me see. What is a must stop restaurant for anyone coming through the Toronto area? Where? What's that? <sighs> five Guys, probably. Um, like Five Guys Burger and Fries. Yeah. Do you guys have that there? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure yeah. if it was a Canadian thing or not. Um. I was gonna say we went to that awesome. Was it Salad King? We went. Uh, we played in Toronto, and yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we loaded in, and then we went for some some, uh, some uh, Thai food. Yeah, pad Thai. Okay. Yeah. Salad yeah, King. You that... can tell you can tell your wife that you went to Salad King for dinner, and it sounds. Really That's right. Good. That's why you got to go there. But really, you could just get some dirty orange chicken and. Sweet and sour pork. And nice. That's smart. That it's clever. Clever marketing right there. Um, marketing. I'm trying to think of like a specific. I mean, or if that like just the whole that area. I mean, like I guess like St. St. Catharines or anything. Anything well, around you guys. Like, in Tor- is... Toronto's where the Smokes Poutinery started, isn't it? <laughs> Smokes Poutinery is you can get any kind of poutine you can think of. Yeah. You know, or if you want, if you want shaved steak on it, if you want, you know, um, hot chicken, if you want hot, a chicken like, Caesar poutine, like you know fried I'm chicken. Gonna just, I'm gonna wild card this. Um, I can't tell you Toronto, but if you ever go to Halifax, sure, okay, <laughs> in Nova Scotia, sure, um, you can get um, don't air, like oh, yeah. Yeah, in egg rolls. So they take the doner meat and they roll it up and they fry it like egg rolls, and then you get the doner sauce as dipping sauce. Um, so, and- just so, just so I can make sure that like I'm on the same page. So, like a euro. I'm, I'm pre- yeah, it's like a euro, right? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's like it's very similar, if not the same. Pretty thing. much dead on, same yeah. thing. Yeah. So you get that meat, but it's wrapped up and rolled in in fried like an egg roll. I want that so bad. You dip it in the sauce. Yeah, that is something that (laughs) if you find yourself on the East Coast, most places I went to in Halifax served that. Nice. We do not have any place. I mean, we have a few Euro places here, uh, but no Donaire. And I I only know of that because I watch um, a a like a food challenge eater from Canada, Joel Hansen. He's like one of my favorite. He's probably the person I watch most on YouTube. 
<laughs> so he he eat like does he like eats like large quantities of food? Yeah, he does. He goes and does food challenges, and he's never yeah. lost. I'm looking at. I did a food challenge once, and I lost triumphantly. This dude, he's the like one of the most beautiful people on the planet. He is. Oh. He is a. He's a, actually a model, and uh, yeah. No, I'm looking. I'm looking this up right now. I see this. I'm all about this. Holy he's... shit! How? Holy fuck! It's like the first time I heard the Beatles, man. <laughs> if if you like watching food challenges, yeah. Oh, mm. look at this dude. How does oh. Joel Hansen? Yeah, tonight, freaking watch it. Like, pull up some some Joel Hansen. It will blow your damn mind. Eat two of the cheeseburgers. I couldn't eat one of. So yeah, yeah. Ha- so many times he'll just double, like whatever the <laughs> challenge is, because it's not enough. Yeah, yeah. I just seen that because I was like that. That that hamburger was a challenge in itself, and I'm, he definitely I'm, ate two of them. I'm pretty sure the one that I saw where he almost lost was he doubled an eight pound challenge, and so he ate sixteen pounds. Wow, <laughs> dude is a yeah. beast. I tried That's to eat crazy. a five pound burger once, and I didn't get through one pound of it but five, five pounds that man can do it in like five minutes we in the time we've already been talking about him he would have it would already be done yeah. but yeah. uh wow. i was watching his i was watching one of his videos this is my side rant now and he uh <clears throat> um at the end he was like hey if you want like if you want an autograph or anything like that you know just like paypal me five bucks and i'll like mail you a picture so i have an autographed picture and like he behind you no it's 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 in my house because my wife also loves him well i'm not surprised Uh, about that yeah i know well what i usually watch joel hansen videos before i go to bed because they're not he is very soothing like just he's not fast talking or anything he's just got a very soothing voice and it's just he's just wild. He's a wild man. Yeah, I can see that. You'll have to check it out and then let me know what you think. <laughs> okay. We got one more food for thought question. This one's not about Joel Hansen. What is the weirdest food concoction that you've ever made? Weirdest food concoction. Yeah, you know, like I'm a really food. big fan of um, you know, at our Tim Hortons, we go and you get a sour cream glazed donut. Mm-hmm. And then you slice it in half like a bagel. Mm-hmm. And you smear some peanut butter on that bitch. Okay. Down the hatch. That sounds the like it's not thing a lot. You've ever made? No, no, it doesn't oh. sound like a lot, but that is the one that throws everybody for some reason. Okay. Sure. And I don't know, I don't know why it does, but maybe it's the like sweet and sour or the, you know, I don't know, the sour cream glazed with peanut butter. I think people just get weirded about that idea. Sure. I don't think it's the weirdest ever. Cause like, I'm sure when I was a kid, yeah, really, really got into it. And that's what I'm trying to think about now. Like, I know there was a couple of, like, marshmallows and chocolate chips and oh, maybe sure. mm-hmm. Cheerios or 
or something it, like that. Um, the, the first thing I always think of is for, there's a movie called Little Monsters from the 80s mm-hmm. with Howie Mandel and mm-hmm, Fred mm-hmm, Savage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in that movie, he makes a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Yeah. And yeah. when I was a kid, I always wanted my she she my mom made it for me multiple times because every mm-hmm. time i watched the movie i asked for it and it was fucking gross every time every time it was gross <laughs> but i still asked for it i still wanted it my dad always did peanut butter and sardine sandwiches oh that's awful that's uh, he did do the peanut butter onion. and onion too but usually i mean i don't know mixing food really isn't that weird i like to do you know like the leftover omelets or whatever just whatever's left over in the fridge if i can get it into some sort of casserole or like That's fried so up than... egg whatever <laughs> if i can eat it in a giant steel bowl with a big spoon i'm game let's go all right jared our keyboard player loves to eat uh peanut butter and pepperoni okay i so, like, i've never heard him, of that both him and I... I will mash peanut butter out of the jar but he'll do that and eat pepperoni lunch meat deli cuts <laughs> Um, have you ever had peanut butter on a hamburger? Like a, have you no, tried one of those before? Hearing it's Dude. fucking nuts. Like these Reese peanut butter. Oh, yeah, burgers. I did do that. Yeah, peanut yeah, butter bacon burger. It Oof, it's crazy good. My brother oh. did it once, and I was like, "Dude, that's like the most messed up thing I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. No. And then he got it, and I was like, "All right, let me try a bite." And he's like, "No, he wouldn't let me." So then we had to go back like a week later and then i got it and it was it was surprisingly good it is so it's so much better than you think it's gonna be you're like oh that's gross but it's fucking great they're basically my two favorite things like peanut butter and burgers like those are basic (laughs) i don't see how how that would be bad i did i don't know if it's the weirdest thing i ever made but i did you know um maybe eat more edibles than i should have had yeah. um, a couple months back and i didn't have what i needed to make the nachos i wanted but i certainly did try um, <laughs> which involved uh sun chips do you guys have sun chips yep yeah we got yeah. sun chips so it involved like the harvest cheddar sun chips mm-hmm. um some cut up deli ham okay. uh shredded parmesan cheese um it was just so much salt. It was such an I'll unbelievable bet. amount of salt. It was unedible, but I tried. I tried. I really wanted nachos, and it was way too late to eat anything. So, understandable. Um, I, I think there there were other things on there too that just made it even worse. But those are the, <laughs> all you need to really know. Sometimes though, when you're in that in that place, man, you're yeah. just like, I'll fucking try this. <laughs> Man, the only way you know if it's bad or not is to try it. And the right. only way that you can appreciate the good is to know the bad. So, Absolutely. You're going to make awesome nachos one night, and they're going to be even better because, well. You tried something weird. It's a bad once. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is it for our food for thought segment. We got one more segment. This is our rapid fire questions. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. You're just gonna just gonna speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. I like oh. it. I'm gonna shoot uh, from the heart and speak from the hip. What? Shoot from the heart and speak from the hip? You could. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try that. Okay. Cool. 
I uh, th- I think you got it. Um, but this is you know bands break up over this. You guys gotta be careful. This is this this oh. this gets a little intense sometimes. All right, all right, all right. I that's never actually happened, but I hope someday Eric. down the, someday down the road somebody tells me is like you know what we want on your podcast. Band fucking broke up after that. I was hoping this was going to be my easy way out. <laughs> we actually, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but there was a band that uh, that was on our podcast that broke up the week before we were airing their their podcast, and it was like awesome. And then they didn't help us, <laughs> like do any promotion. They like ghosted us. They were like, oh, sorry, we broke up. Like, not going to oh. name names, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Jeff. Um, so I think most of these should be pretty good. Um, I think you, I think you have any of these either ors you guys have. So I mean, we we should be good. Um, Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Mellow Yellow. No, that's it. Russ, you out. <laughs> no, that's all right. There's just more Mountain Dew for me. Whatever. That's no, no yellow is right up there with Surge. Like, I'm Dude, not. No. Well, I can There's get... a difference between Surge and Mountain Dew or Meliel. Surge no, is its but I own. Mean, I have, yeah, like, I love me some Mountain Dew, but as soon as you said, when you said Mountain Dew, I'm like, no fucking way. And then Mellow Yellow, that's like the only fucking thing that beats it. That's it. I think, yeah. I mean, it like because I'm too old to not drink like the like the zero sugar shit at this point. But but like if they made a zero sugar fucking surge, oh, do y'all still have Mellow Yellow? Yeah, we got Mellow Yellow. Holy fuck, that was like a short term thing in Canada, but it was it was. Maybe that's, that's why. why that's why hard. I said that's why I said Mountain Dew because I don't want to have to cross the border to get it. Yeah. Oh really? See, Mellow Yellow has always been here. Mel- so yeah. Mountain Dew is made by Pepsi, and Mellow Yellow is Coke. It's just, yeah. it's just the different brands. No, uh, we got it in Canada short term. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, weird. I, I think I'm just, I think I'm nostalgic for it, but I'm still going to keep it number one. I think the sure. first time I had Mellow Yellow was in Jamestown, North Dakota. Okay. I See, like, I, I, I used to drink more Mellow Yellow when I was a kid because it was cheaper. Because we always like Coke was all or like the Coke brand was always cheaper than the Pepsi brand. Always. Well, around that time too, we're getting into that. I I drank Kool Aid. So I mean, I drank Kool Aid too. (laughs) I drank so much Kool Aid; it was ridiculous. (laughs) All right, this is supposed to be way faster. Okay. Horror horror or comedy movies? Comedy. Comedy, hundred percent. I know. No doubt. This isn't an either or, but do either of you actually still listen to the radio? No. No. Yeah. I I have been a lot more a little bit more lately, but it's only when my Bluetooth shit's not working. Well that yeah, I'll listen to it if I have no other option. Right. I have a thing that drives people nuts. I won't try not to derail this. I don't listen to the radio. Uh, which I would do in the car. I don't listen to anything in the car unless I'm on a long, long, long trip. I hate listening to music. I hate the radio in the car. I like to just 
I'm fucking driving, man. I gotta focus. Oof. You're going that, in the I, trailer on tour. <laughs> I, I, do. no, hey, man, if you're driving and music on, that's fine. But if I'm <laughs> driving, I'm the guy, like, if it's on, I'm turning it down when I gotta get to the off ramp. I gotta think, man. I gotta focus. Now, yeah, yeah, I got you. I get too you. into the shit that I'm listening I, to. Like, I I'm, do. I'm piloting a 5,000 pound death machine. I need to be focused. I do like sometimes to just have nothing on and just silence because most of the day isn't silence. So yeah. it's just fucking nice sometimes to just just drive and not have to have something in your ears. But only sometimes. Nice to just think about how much you hate yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you got to get you got to get through that. You know, you got to work through that right now. That's when you put no doubt on because <laughs> you cannot be mad ever listening to Tragic yeah. Kingdom. Walking in the spider webs, man. Try, I dare you. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get back on track. Let's go. Yes, we, got, we can do this. Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Cartoon Network. YTV. I what's YTV? It was <laughs> Nickelodeon. Um, so I threw a variable there. Um, but if, if I had to go with a Cartoon Network, Cartoon okay. Network. Okay. Thin crust or regular crust pizza? Regular crust, crust for red sauce, thin crust for white. Never thin crust, unless it's the only option. <laughs> Fair. Never. Yeah, because I mean, it's still fucking pizza, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's the, oh, yeah. Unless it's the only option, and I'm still going to have pizza, but you, yeah. If you still going to eat pizza. Yeah, dude, that's half the fucking pizza right there. I think now I think this is the this one is the most important question of the whole entire podcast. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reed? Tara Reed. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Jeez, I just I mean, can't I just can't uh, get past Lindsay Lohan was 14, you know, so I, Tara Reed my first time I saw her was not. So that's why okay, my way to make me Reed. look like a fucking weirdo, right? <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. Thanks for that. I, I'm pretty sure they're the same age. Yeah, but not when I first saw them. Or roughly. For me personally. Oh, right, well, okay. that's a you thing. Yeah, that's your problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Lindsay Lohan, like, 14 out of 10 times over Tara Reid. I mean, they're, I think they're both pretty awesome, and they both, whoa, we lost one. Well, that's no knock on Tara Reid. That's He's just... like, that's it. You don't like Tara Reid? Oh, I'm dude, out we pissed Russ Austin. I'm out of here, guys. <laughs> That's good. So, you know, Lindsay Lohan, you know? Yeah. Low, <laughs> low, low with the flow, man. <laughs> well, um, shit. Is he coming back? There he is. Hey. Where'd you go? Did you get pissed about the Tara Reid really thing? Really bugging with that Lindsay Lohan. Thing, right? <laughs> That's how I thought it was funny. My computer just started dying. It is like it's like goodbye. Yeah, and it was like I, I was laughing about the fourteen out of ten comment. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. He left. I'm like, man, we really hit a nerve with that. Yeah, he's <laughs> pissed him off. He's like, that's yeah. it, Tara Reid. You guys you don't like it. I'm out of here. You showed your allegiance to Tara Reid. <laughs> American Pie, don't get me wrong, but oh, I mean, classic. But so's Mean Girls, man. Oh, it's so Lindsay good. Lohan, man. Like you can't. All right, we got two more. Newfound right. Glory or MXPX? Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. Both are great as well. Now this last one, 
I don't know if you have uh, in Canada. So if not, then this will be really quick. Uh, That's what can you like. sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts? Oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You got to see a lot of American there? commercials, uh, but I had no clue. Uh, <laughs> Russ was the dude for that. Nice. Sure. Man, I, yeah. Ever, when I was a kid, it was like TV shows. I didn't care. Commercials, I was zoned in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a jingle. I like jingles. I like advertising. It's, I'm like, so okay, well, a, if you, if you're into it, I'm gonna ask you last season's question to see if you've got this. If you if you are zoned in to commercials, that look bad. What do, can you sing the jingle for Bagel Bites? No, I don't think I've ever heard that. You know what? Do you guys have Bagel Bites? Yeah. No, we we can have a we um, we might maybe. I think they're sure, called I'm sure it's a Canadian bites, thing. Like they're. they're they're a little, they're little like pizza bagels. Yeah, that's frozen. what they're called here in Canada. Is pizza bagels. Yeah, oh. they're called. They're, they're just called. They're gonna be called something else here. Oh, they're called here. They're called bagel bites. Yeah. Uh, can you sing it? Sure. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. There you go. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard. I that. think I have heard that food. now too. Yeah. That's that's like that's a deep dive though. Like that yeah. is that's a that's some nineties shit right there. That's that's a B side. Yeah. We had I had to switch it up to like something that, <laughs> that wasn't so <laughs> difficult. Because we did like what was it, like forty some episodes, I think. And I would say less like maybe like seven people knew it. Oh jeez. That's a bad number. That's part of those like golden age of commercials, so like the Pop Tarts commercials. The, True, but the, the thing is, dude, the bam. Do you guys have those Pop Tarts commercials? I'm not sure. What just, was it? When this is all done, just Google Pop Tarts bam. Okay, and you'll, you'll see everything I'm talking about. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. So once I once I would sing the Bagel Bites jingle, though, I would say almost everybody knew it and they like it unlocked something but yeah. like not very many people were able to like just pull it out yeah it's, it's like, like therapy. you're in that childhood cartoon you didn't know existed and then you hear the theme song <laughs> right and you're like oh shit i remember this yeah like street sharks oh dude i street sharks is the shit love that biker my, biker mice that. from mars mm-hmm. that's a good one too can't go yeah. wrong no. absolutely but no. you guys you did it you finished the podcast. Now's your chance. Let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you. What's next for Rival Town? Russ, this well, is you. What's me, you said? Yeah. Uh, I, was I was pretending I froze. Um, <laughs> um, you can find us. <laughs> uh, but you got to like freeze and then unfreeze a little bit. You're like. Right. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Rival <laughs> That's our new website. You can find basically everything there. Um, on Instagram, it's Rival Town Band. Band, yep. And uh, Facebook, it's uh, Rival Town, right? 
one thing actually i guess I, like that i we've been around we have enough like time in the search engines um that i've been Ooh. telling people that i really like no like google rival town just go to google type in rival town you'll get it all our pictures yeah you'll find up. it spotify yep. pop up. we're not that big but we're around long enough now that you can literally just type in rival town in google and you will get all of it there you go yeah and uh and then a couple of cool uh spotify playlists like pop punk 2023 uh a couple other ones on there but just trying to reach out and you'll also probably see us in a bunch of podcasts coming up too nice nice well yeah. ruts Devin, thanks so much for hanging out and, and chatting yeah, with me it was a lot thanks of thanks for doing what you do man hey it's my pleasure i well, that's good. I, I enjoyed it's a it's a lot of fun so excellent it's a lot thanks of fun you. here too so well if you guys ever coming through uh minnesota hit this hit this fellow up let me know i'll come down to duluth i'll come see you there you go there you go look up that joel hansen you let me you let me know how impressive that is (laughs) dude i already know dude you you don't yet you don't all right (laughs) thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today now we're gonna dive into the upp news Thanks for staying with the show this long. Now let's talk about what's going on in the world of unsigned pop punk. Once again, as we say every time, we want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of today's show, this week's show? What are your thoughts on this week's topics? Do you have any stories of your own to share involving this week's guests? Because we want to hear it. We want to hear from you. And the easiest way to do that, join us on our Discord uh, where we can chat in great length and not bother anybody because everybody's there for the same purpose but join our discord uh we've got a whole bunch of different stuff set up there you can promote your band you can meet other bands and like and hang out with our community it's a great place to meet new people promote your band and uh just overall have a good time um you can join our discord at discord.gg in cap slash capital K Y R Q C three T R lowercase a F. Hopefully, sometime soon, we'll be able to have a we'll we'll be getting our own custom URL with that. But until then, we got this. Uh, we also have started a series that we that we're we're going to be doing. We're starting the the first episode should be in March. It's going to be it's a podcast special called the Showcase. The Showcase is an hour long interview show uh, for up and coming bands that have newly formed. Each episode will have six bands per episode getting a ten minute interview to promote themselves. This is a show every band can submit to so if that is something that you would like to be a part of please head over to unsidepopuck.com and fill out our submission form under the podcast tab uh we're also starting work for this year's punk rock flea market we can't express how excited we are for that Uh, more will be announced with that in the coming weeks and months Uh, We're also planning out the rest of this year's festivals that we're hoping to be at. So keep an eye out for that as well. We're looking to hopefully be able to be at So What Fest again, 
four chord festival and maybe even branching out to uh, Camp Punksylvania, Riot Fest and Furnace Fest. So let's hope and hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, in Twitch news, we have our new show that is pretty recently started called New Music Friday on Tuesday. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, you can hang out with Gibby as we, he goes through this uh, goes through our play our new Music Friday playlist uh, and listens and reviews all the music that had came out that Friday. Um, and every Thursday we have the super awesome music video show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you are missing the days when MTV, VH1, Fuse, Much Music, all of those actually played music videos. Well, we're bringing that back, baby. It's called the Super Awesome Music Video Show every Thursday. Hour-long show with music videos from some of the best up-and-coming bands in the scene today. So you can watch that on our Twitch channel. And that is twitch.tv tv slash unsigned pop punk again that's twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk and that's the way the news goes thank you again to rival town for hanging out with us today and we'll see you all next week thank you so much for checking out the show please hit that like subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode and thank you so much to those of you who already are Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.